0: and welcome to Panthers Cast, the Panthers podcast. We are four friends, four corners of the country that get together every week to stand and cheer for the Panthers. In Charleston, South Carolina,
1: is Sean. Yo, what up dudes? I'm a little bit disappointed I didn't get drafted. I still got my eligibility left though. So, once uh, once all these draft picks flop, maybe they can sign me as a UDFA. In the third round, the Panthers select a 33-year-old man who has
0: never played organized football at any level. Sean McBride. <laughs>
2: in <laughs> New Orleans, Louisiana. We have John. Hey, hey I'm excited. Me and Ian Book going to be hanging out, drinking Pepsi Twists, going to not Happy's because they, they've been closed for a couple of years. But walk-ons are still there. Me and Book, let's go. Saints, quarterback, six foot tall. And in Greensboro,
0: North Carolina – We have the first winner of Avengers Night on ESPN2 NBA. Robo scored more points, got more rebounds, got more steals than Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Zion Williamson last night. Congrats to him. He's in the Avengers now.
3: This is the worst crossover of all time. Let's talk Panthers.
0: And uh, I'm Tripp. On Saturday, this weekend, I was in Bank of America Stadium getting my second COVID vaccine. And um, to the club, bro. It's only the, uh, you know, probably 50th most amount of pain that I've been in leaving Bank of America Stadium. How did you feel uh, the next day? Hon- honestly, I wasn't too bad. I uh, had a mostly joint stiffness and, and soreness. And uh, that's just old age. I had a little fever on, on Sunday morning. Um, I've had, you know, much worse hangovers on Sunday morning recently <laughs> than, than, uh, than, than that, uh, COVID vaccine. So all in all, I can't really complain. So
1: I was, I could, I legitimately couldn't tell the next day if I was like achy and sore from, from the vaccine or just being old and having two kids, but, uh, that all went away with one little quick dose of ibuprofen. So, man, I uh, I felt nothing after the first shot, but the second shot, I thought I, I woke up and
2: thought I was going to die. I thought my skin was going to leave my body, and I thought I was zero degrees and so many chills. It was, it was awful. It was awful. I felt terrible.
3: So, John, my first shot was terrible, and I had all my symptoms on Easter Sunday, and I felt like I had spiders crawling all over my body. <laughs> exactly. But my second shot was just kind of brain fog. Yeah. Wow, well, now we know who the betas of the group are <laughs> well
0: anyway, um one of the things that the shot did allow me to do was kind of eliminated all of the chores that I had to do on Sunday, so I got to sit down and and really take in a lot of the draft um in its entirety, especially on the weekends and uh the panthers uh made a lot of picks they made a lot of trades, and we're here to talk about um what we thought of it as it all went down so the the uh I guess icing on the cake would be J.C. Horn, the eighth overall pick. Um, He was a cornerback out of South Carolina. He is actually the son of longtime Panthers rival Joe Horn. And um, I think a a lot of people um, in Panthers fandom were disappointed that it didn't uh, include a quarterback in that early round. But um,
1: what do you guys think about the first pick?
2: I know Sean is burning, so... I, I mean...
1: No, nah, I mean you know the first pick. On to be to be honest, I'm hyped that we finally took a chance at some uh, secondary. You yeah. know, I've been talking that for a long time. Like that, we never address. Uh, we never address the secondary when we need to, and we have you know, obviously got smoked this year as usual. Dante Jackson is overrated, overhyped as anybody we've ever had, in my opinion. Uh, and he's probably not going to be with the team next year anyway. So this is a good opportunity to take a corner, give him some, uh, you know, starting reps all season long, and you know, potentially be the number one guy next year. Um, you know, we have somebody that's can take on some of these bigger receivers that we have to uh, face in the NFC South multiple times a year. So that's positive. Um, you know, I'm actually, you know, the, to me. This was this is a good pick. It wasn't it was not the direction I was expecting to go or, or wanting to go. Um but with the guys that I wanted and the guys we had talked about, we were thinking I mean, none of us talked about taking uh Horn at all, let alone, you know, even a cornerback. Uh but, you know, with with who was available, it's a good call, in my opinion. I mean, we were one pick away from getting uh P'nai Sewell, so that's you know, I thought I was getting hype about that. I thought we were going to have that tackle we needed. Um, but, you know, Bengals came, scooped him up, and Lions. left us. Lions came. Sorry, Lions came and scooped him up. Um, obviously, you know, I had wanted Pitts. He was long gone at that point. Uh, so, you know, no big deal there. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that, you know, with our first pick, we have a, a big guy. You know, it's, it was debatable. A lot of people were saying, like, why take him over Patrick certain? because certain you know a lot of people had certain ranked higher than than horn a lot of the places but you know there's there were plenty of um you know i saw plenty of sites and everything had horn rated over certain so it basically a toss-up um between the two guys and you know they felt a better connection with horn for some reason or another and so in my opinion i'm i'm hyped that we are uh, finally addressing that need with a um with a top draft pick and and kind of setting that up for the future
0: yeah, I thought uh, Sertan and Horn had pretty comparable stats and accomplishments in terms of the things they did in college, but um, I think the thing that kind of sets Horn apart is he didn't play on Alabama's defense, which um, had several other first-round picks, so um,
2: that, that was just kind of how I felt the
0: the difference was drawn in the sand there.
2: Yeah, I uh, uh, real quick, I want to say that, um, you know, I I wanted Sewell, and if Sewell wasn't there, then Slater, Slater was there, we didn't take him. Um Sean, you said, you know, Sewell or, you know, or Pitts, which both of them were gone. And Tripp said trade back. Robo actually did say, hey, if none of them are dead, let's get a corner. Robo did say a corner. Now he said Greg Newsom was gone. I'm sorry, who didn't go till later, but he actually did uh, call out a corner. So props to Robo, who actually got the closest there. um, I was down. When Sewell was picked by the Lions, I thought, okay, it would be cool to trade back. But if nobody is willing to trade back, to trade up rather then we got to pick somebody in jc horn i think of any corner that we had to take i wanted jc horn over sertan over Newsom. like that so
1: i, I think that that was the right pick um this is a really good point about the trades because it's like a lot of people were like why didn't we trade back why would we take him he would have been available later we should have traded back well the thing about trading back that people forget about is that maybe we did want to trade back but if nobody gave us an offer that made sense to trade back then we're not going to just Give away the pick for no reason.
2: Exactly. And I think we didn't submit the card until, like, we were under a minute. So I know that Fitterer was on the horn. He was trying to get things done. And the Bears obviously traded up for Fields. I don't think that they thought – I mean, they were taking a gamble, but I don't think that they thought that the Broncos were going to take Fields, which was correct. They didn't. So there was no need for them to trade up. Looks like nobody else wanted to trade up, so we took the best available corner – you know, at a position of need and and best player available. So I, I like it. I'm down with it.
0: Yeah, I feel like they were sitting there at 8, and once they saw Sewell go past Cincinnati and Atlanta and all that, they're like, wait a second, could this really happen? And then the Lions take him and like, oh, crap. And they need to figure something out. The phone wasn't ringing, and they had to send a card in. So that that's how I feel things went.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty happy with uh, taking Horn as our first-round draft pick. I feel like it's a calculated risk. You know, we drafted all defense last year, and then we took the first defensive player off the board this year. And that means that we are basically going all in on uh, Sam Darnold. And while that is risky because of, you know, how he will perform this year, that does mean that we do have a solid defense. And that solid defense is comprised of a lot of, I guess, rookies, people in their rookie contract. So if you can stop their team from scoring, you know, un- you know, let's say we have another bad year next year, we may be in a much better position to take a quarterback, a franchise quarterback that we can build around, but we'll have a defense in place to give an offense a chance to win games.
2: You know, Robo is make go, ahead,
3: oh, go, ahead, John. go ahead. Oh, Okay, okay. I'll say Robo is making some really good points
2: there. All of our guys on defense who are like impact players. All of them, with the exception of Shaq, they're all in the rookie deals. Burns, Brown, uh, Chin, Dante, and now JC Horn as, as our like stars on defense. They're all they're all on rookie deals, which is great, and that kind of goes to our, our picks after that. So I, I don't want to uh, jump the gun yet because Sean, I want to let you. Uh, respond but I did want to say Sean earlier you said that Dante Jackson is the most overrated player we've had and that's really big considering you know coming from you coming from you that we've got a corner on our team who you hate so much and I love so much and also I love Dante Jackson so how, how do you how does that you know jive with you considering how much your feelings are towards Josh Norman full disclosure
1: John has gone as Dante Jackson for Halloween before
2: Yes, number one LSU.
1: Yeah, no, I I put Dante up there with Josh Norman. I thought Josh Norman was was overhyped because I I said he got in that kind of just like, um, well, I can't. It's been years now. I haven't talked about that. He just got in this like infamous, you know, rating that he had a couple big plays and then people quit throwing that direction for a little while and then so then his like aura kept building on him and, and the thing about him was like that to him kept getting in his head and he was getting all, you know, hyping himself up and and talking, talking crazy about how good he was, but he wasn't really getting the ball thrown at him that much because it was just kind of like overhyped. To me, the difference is Dante Jackson. He has these, you know, obviously he has these big plays. He has these, these awesome, you know, he does have good picks and then he makes these big explosive plays, but he also gets beat hard all the time. And to me, that's what makes him overrated is like, he's not a number one corner because he gets beat hard way too often and that's what i mean by to me like he's overrated and i don't think he's going to be i think he's going to be trying to demand a lot of money next year unless he has a really bad year this year um i think he's gonna be trying to demand a bunch of money next year and i don't think we're gonna pay him because they're gonna look at it and realize like you, you know he does his production value isn't in my opinion and i think they'll agree um where he thinks it's at i just i don't think he's as as good as he thinks he is
2: yeah and you're right he's not a number one corner Panthers didn't think he was the number one corner. That's why they went out and got their number one draft pick on a corner. And that raises the ultimate question. Is our number one draft pick, our number one corner, going to wear number one? He wore it in college. Is he going to wear it next year?
0: He, he did have a tweet about a month ago that said – No, no, no. Uh, I'm talking to... about J- – not, not, Dante is not doing it. I'm talking about J.C. Horn. No, 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 no. No, no. I'm talking about J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn oh, okay, said I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He he doesn't really care about the single digits. He wants to wear number 24 for Kobe Bryant ah isn't, isn't
1: that norman's number
0: it was that it is was always our number, number that quarter. was available yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay okay it was That's norman's then bradbury's and then douglas's last year so i don't think yeah, you can yeah, really yeah. say he can't wear it yeah all right cool let's do it yeah jc horn well, i think
1: four. i i wanted to just address Robo's point too because he was saying um oh crap uh robo was just talking about and it's gone it's lost in my head what i was just talking about but uh, oh, Darnold. That's right. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, a lot of people were really disappointed that we didn't take Justin Fields here. I, I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on that because I never, never thought we were, nor did I want us to take a quarterback in this draft. Like I, we traded for for Sam and that is like, I thought that was pretty indicative that we were going to move forward with him. I'm not saying that Sam, I don't think anybody thinks Sam is like going to go from his level at the Jets to like, you know, Aaron Rodgers level of play but he's definitely not any worse than Teddy Bridgewater and so in my opinion we weren't drafting we don't give away you know how many picks do we give away for for Darnold three picks and then I don't think we're giving away three picks and then using our first overall pick on a quarterback when we have so many holes to fill
3: you know yeah to me you know I was reading some analysts who wanted a quarterback competition between you know, Fields or one of the other guys and Sam Darnold. And to me, taking Sam Darnold the way we did and the type of player he was coming from the Jets. And to me, that I agree with Sean. There were so many other holes to fill everywhere else on the boat that we had a workable solution and that we shouldn't be gambling with a first-round draft pick on a quarterback. Yes, you can get lucky. Yes, they're an important player. Yes, you know, the top, for several years now, the top two to three, four players off the board have been quarterbacks, but to to me, with Sam Darnold in our pocket going into the draft, um, and given where we were and the cost to trade up, I just don't, to, to me, I, I knew we weren't going to take a quarterback or try to take one.
0: Really just one point, or really one word that I don't agree with what you said, Robo, a couple minutes ago, is you said we're all in with Sam Darnold. I. I think we're still kind of figuring out what he is. I don't think "all in" is the right word. If we did something akin for, to what for this 49ers upcoming season,
3: did,
0: that's not all in. All going all in is trading three first-round picks to dra- to draft Trey Lance.
1: No, I, I would I would agree with Robo in this. I think we are all right at this moment. We are all in with Sam Darnold. That could change. The Cardinals were all in with Josh Rosen a couple years ago, and then the very next year drafted Kyler Murray. I mean, you can be all in. For that period of time, I, I right, think Sean, Darnold is Sean, when you our go all right in, now. you put
0: all your chips on the table for the hand that you're playing, meaning that your game is over right. if you're wrong. About but we that put hand. all the <laughs> chips
1: in. We put all the chips in for Darnold that we had to.
0: No, we put the chips in necessary to play this hand.
3: Were we at the high stakes table or the uh, scrub? table? Yeah, I mean, table? call it what
1: you want. I mean, we. I get you're right. If we had given three first round picks and uh, and the rest of the franchise forward Sean Watson, that would be all in. But who's to say Watson would have panned out any better and look at what's going on right now. I'm just saying, I I think Robo's definition of all in is the same as mine, which is they're planning on moving forward with Sam Darnold this year at quarterback. We'll see they y'all in, in Vegas next chips. year at the draft.
0: They put in enough chips to play this hand. And I guess we don't need to really beat this analogy to death. But um, yeah, I guess it, it's different definitions of what all, all in means. Um, just to add on to one of Sean's points that I agreed with, the Panthers always seem to have bad secondaries and offensive lines, so I'm glad they're putting some investment into a position that has traditionally been pretty bad on the on the roster. So, um, anyway, um, one of the things that I liked or um, wanted them to do going into this was trade back their first round pick to get more players, and I was completely wrong about that for the first round. But they traded back pretty much every other pick that they had <laughs> over the next two days. And ended up going from having what, like seven picks over the next six rounds to 10, and then even got some for next year or something like that. So, how did you guys feel about that crazy trading
2: back every single pick they had strategy for the next two days? So, I'll say that a trip on Panthers Cast Twitter, you posted a, a, a GIF or a GIF of how do we feel about the draft? And on one hand, you had. SpongeBob losing his mind over a roller coaster, and then right next to him you had Patrick just, like, looking so nonplussed. And I'll tell you, I think I experienced both of those emotions in the same draft within my same mind. I think that, um, you know, we traded back in the second round, and then we traded back again in the second round, which was crazy. I Like, maybe I'm wrong, but I I don't remember us ever doing that where we, we trade a pick and then trade that traded pick to go back. Um, But we got who we got uh, in uh, Terrace. Was it Terrace Marshall from LSU? He he had a first round grade as a wide receiver until some some stuff happened. But he had a first round grade, and so there's a chance he's actually going to be better than the guy that he's replacing, who is Curtis Samuel, and he's going to be cheaper. So that's really good. And then, See,
1: is he really replacing Curtis Samuel? Though, like they're yeah, totally different he's not, skill sets. Not replacing DJ or Robbie. I mean, Robbie. Next right, but they're totally replace. different skill sets. Is all I mean. People are saying that, but it's like they're not the same player in any way, shape, or form. Terrence is a straight down, big, tall red zone guy, and, and Curtis is a little True. scatty guy in the middle. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling replacement as uh, WR three. Replacing as WR three, and then you know we talk about how we needed to address the line. I really wished, you know, I had hoped that Sewell was there in round one, but he wasn't. There were guys there at, what What pick was that, 39? Uh, there were guys that we could have taken at line and at safety. Uh, and we traded back. But we got a first-round grade wide receiver, and then we traded back again, or I guess traded up, and got, um, what What was his name, the, the, the tackle that we got. Brady Christensen, Christensen and, yeah, Brady and Tommy Christensen. Tremble were the, the other guys that night. Yeah, so Brady Christensen. So we addressed the line you know what we needed? We needed a tight end. I think Robo and Sean, you guys both said we needed a tight end. We got that. So in the first three rounds, we addressed every position of need. So I really hated, I hated how much we traded back. I hated it because I'm like, hey, uh, we, there's safety there. Safety who I wanted. He was there when we picked, gone when we traded. There was a offensive lineman, gone because we traded. Like I hated it. I hated it so much. But We did address the positions we needed. We did, and we got more picks. And when you're talking that uh, fourth, fifth, sixth round stuff, those guys either aren't going to make the team or they're not going to be impactful. And every now and then, you will have guys that are. And so if you're taking five guys instead of two, you're more likely to hit, right? And so I, in the end, actually did like the strategy, but I was really upset in the moment when we traded back and then traded back again in round two.
1: So you just said exactly what I hated about that situation, which is <laughs> like we passed over these, these guys to drop back and pick other guys, which is, which is fine if those were the guys we were targeting, the position we were targeting. And yes, we hit all these positions of need. However, also compound that with the fact that you just said, all these fourth, fifth, sixth, round, seventh guys, seventh round guys, most of them will not make the team. So that's that's where my problem is with this thing is that we we kept making these trades and accumulating all these really late round picks which in my opinion was not worth it because most of those guys are not going to make the team or they're not going to be impactful right. and I'm not
0: challenge flag of the 11 guys you need to tell me at least 5 of them that are not making the team
1: You want me to tell you what i which ones i yeah, don't think I, will make I think the team most of these guys i are thought i thought you team. wanted to do that later but Shy, all right yeah
2: yeah yeah let's 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 uh we can address it now i think shy's not making the team um i, I
1: mean i'm happy to tell you which ones i think won't make the team but i, I yeah long i thought snapper's you were talking about that later but um why is, you is long
2: snapper not making the team because jj is still on the team we're not carrying two the long snappers on our 53-man well, roster
0: you, you can save 750 thousand dollars
2: if you cut jj look, sneak, try and sneak him on your practice squad, let him go to the Chiefs and win a Super Bowl. That's probably what's going to happen.
1: Well, I, I'm not saying he's not, I, I, I think he'll end up, He. I think he's definitely a practice squad guy. But exactly. anyways, my important. point is, is, is that, and yeah, not making the team doesn't mean that they don't end up with us in some way, shape, or form. But my point is just, we like John said, We had, there were multiple times where I was like, okay, let's take including in that first pick of the second round it's like let's take offensive lineman here then we trade away and the very next pick offensive lineman and it's just like there were some guys that were rated higher that we passed on to take marshall you know trade back get marshall trade back get christensen trade back get tremble you know whatever or trade up get christensen whatever like but to me there's got to be an element of like you know that you know you're not gonna be able to keep everybody once it comes around. Yeah, you could throw a bunch of darts at the wall and see what sticks and what that's kind of what the strategy with eleven picks is to me. But like wouldn't you rather focus on some much you know more likely home run hitters, some 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 guys that are are great at higher that you're gonna have a better chance at than just trading because half the, the other thing was is that half of those trades didn't really seem like they really helped us all that much like we dropped back like 20 spots or 15 spots, whatever and then to pick up a, a six round pick didn't really seem like a huge upgrade to me in, in our situation uh without doing anything else with those
2: so uh real real quick and this will be the last thing i say about this um greg little was a second round pick Taylor Moten was a third-round pick. Trey Turner was a third-round pick. I think that I would rather have, when you're talking that range, two quality third-rounders than one second-rounder who, all of them may or may not hit. But if you're if you need a tackle, a tight end, and and a receiver or, or and something else, I'd rather have tr- tradebacks to get multiple guys than pick one guy who you're like he's going to be it and then he doesn't work out and then you're.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's a we, fair thing, too. You, we you, don't, know you that never know. September. I mean, Jamarcus Russell, obviously, exactly. know, know first so. overall pick, did nothing. Like, you don't know, and then you got Tom Brady. And it's like, you know, you don't know which ones are going. Holmes. And obviously, you can throw which the sure. darts at the wall and see what sticks. And that's and that seems to be what's going to happen. I mean, Fitter comes from this Seattle defense that's filled with a bunch of, you know, later-round pick guys, not a bunch of home-run guys. Um and I mean, also, you know, we had the, you know, there's the, the legion of whom that has worked out before. And so so there's, there's opportunities. I'm just saying it, it seemed like a lot of those trades that we made just didn't really give us much value in return. And I didn't like that we were passing on some guys that we had opportunities for just to move back to get something, uh, that seemed kind of frivolous.
0: I, I think that the positions that they drafted at this weekend, for the most part, include positions that do not really have established long-term answers and if they do then it's it's mostly positions that you know need multiple different guys so obviously jc horn's going to make the team um marshall's going to make the team the tackle's probably going to make the team but then you look at the other positions you got two defensive tackles well what did the defensive tackle roster look like before this weekend it was Derek brown bravion roy and Daquan Jones, who's a veteran on a one-year deal. You um, he drafted a couple. You need yeah, more you than need, three defensive tackles. You need four or five guys to, to play every single week. Uh, then you have um, a guard. I mean, what, what does our guard situation look like long-term? We don't have a Trey Turner and Andrew Norwell anymore. Our guards are basically guys that we put on. Year. Yeah, we, we have a bunch of guys on one-year deals that Who really cares if they get beat out in camp. Um, you know, who's going to start at left tackle? I don't know. You know, Greg Little might start a game or two he might get cut before the first first game of the season. <laughs> who knows how that's going to work out. And then tight end, you got Tommy Tremble, who is honestly more of an H-back or a fullback, but do you really think Ian Thomas has his name written in stone at the at the tight end position? I don't. So I, I think most of these positions, all of these guys have a chance to compete, and we can kind of, you know, get into how we see things shaking out later, but... I I really don't see a whole lot of guys that don't have a chance right now. Um, you know, if they were in a position where I don't think they could make the team, then I'd, I'd say it, but I think everyone has a legitimate shot to at least beat out the guys that are in front of him. Obviously, Chuba Hubbard's not going to beat out McCaffrey, but he could beat out all the other running backs and be number two. So I, I think
1: that... Yeah, but he's Canadian, so... That's true. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I'm not saying that these guys can't make the team. We could have all 11 guys make the team. It's just extremely unlikely. You look at all of our other draft classes and trust me, when researching trivia questions, I was looking back at a lot of our draft classes and you know, we have definitely have some 6 round guys that made enormous impacts on our team, but I'm just saying in general, most of the most of the guys we draft late get cut in in training camp. It's just a fact.
0: I I agree, but um You know, historically, but this is also probably going to be the youngest Panthers team that we've at least had in in a long time. So, is there the youngest team in the NFL? Yeah. So, it's not like you have all of these entrenched, solidified veterans that know that they have a starting spot going into camp. There's a lot of spots up for grabs, and, uh, you know, both starting spots and and, uh, backup
2: spots. Robo, do you have any last words before we move on?
3: You make it sound like I'm, uh, I'm a prisoner on execution row.
2: Um we well, got a surprise for you,
3: Robo. <laughs> is that is that the trivia? <laughs> um Oh man, I you know you know, every year the draft gets, you know, eyeballs and people are happy and sad, and I, I guess my philosophy is by them trading back, they were able to get us more Uh, More warm bodies on the team were able to spread around the risk and hopefully, you know, a few of these guys hit as, as, you know, starters. And I think that's what John alluded to. I hope it works out. Um, You know, I'm obviously most excited about Horn. Obviously, Christensen's going to have to do, you know, you step up and be that uh, that left offensive tackle on the blind side. And so you know but i i think i was reading somewhere that you know we don't have to put him in immediately we've got a guy there to cover that position so i mean i'm excited i don't think we made any critical errors i know that people will say you know kind of crap on us a little bit for taking a long snapper just drafting a long snapper in general when you can pick one up in free agency but they have said really great things about this particular you know long snapper and it's one of those things if you can lock down a guy for a couple years you know do it you know there's a reason why i'm not you know a manager of a nfl team so what do i know well there it is well with that are we uh are we
2: ready to move on talk about some trivia
1: yeah unless y'all want to break down any of the other guys individually but i think uh that's fine with me we can talk about as a as a whole here in a minute I think we're going to talk so, about them
2: as a whole, as a whole after this. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I got the trivia question. Like I said I uh, been I did some research. Spent a long time. I felt like I wanted to make this a draft related question. And the problem with drafts related questions are they all seemed really really easy or really really hard. There wasn't a whole lot of middle ground because you could go super obscure or super easy. So I tried to find that one that was in the middle. And if you all end up getting this one. Too quickly, then we're gonna to go to the we're gonna do a backup really difficult question real quick. So, uh with JC Horn being drafted in the first round, he is now the third cornerback we've ever drafted in the first round. Who are the other two cornerbacks we have drafted in the first round? Was Gamble a first rounder? That's Chris Gamble him. was a
2: first rounder. Gamble out of Ohio State. Uh, who was the other one?
0: I know the other oh, it's... one. <laughs> it's really obscure because he didn't really play much
2: for the Panthers. It's probably like some '90s guy.
0: I think it was '99 or something like that. <laughs> it's uh, it's Rashad Anderson. Oh, Ooh, I, I, I know,
2: I know that guy. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes.
0: I don't think he ever could ever keep his nose clean. Sean is having a face
1: like that's not the guy that he was thinking of. I don't. I oh, uh, well, let's see. i I'll, I'll check you out here. Rashawn Anderson? There is no... Rashawn Anderson drafted in the first round. Rashard Anderson, defensive back. Okay. He's listed as a defensive back and everywhere. I, I didn't see that. So, uh, okay, then there's then there's a third. Was it... uh wasn't Ricky Manning, was it? No, yeah, it wasn't. There is there's no. a third. I, I apologize on the Rashard Anderson. Well, it could be the time. The Rashard break. Anderson
0: was it. drafted... Out of Jackson State, the twenty-third yes.
1: pick. Man, that is a, uh, that is a bummer. See. That is a bummer of a draft. Let me tell you, that two thousand <laughs> NFL draft: Rashard oh, Anderson, Dion the, uh... Grant, Leander Jordan, Alvin McKinley, Gillis Wilson, Gino James, and Lester Towns. Oh, Gino James. Woo. So
3: All right. Anyway, so
1: who's the um, third guy? Apparently, the third first-round cornerback corner. that I actually
0: found. Corner. oh jeez.
1: I
3: have no idea.
1: I'm. So that's what, I guess that's what threw me off about the Richard Anderson. He's just listed as defensive back, not as a cornerback. I, re- so. I
2: recognize the name Anderson, but now I'm like completely... All
1: right, do you new. guys want to hint on the on the other guy? Yes, hint. He's on this podcast. Oh, Tyrone Poole. Tyrone Poole was drafted in the first round of the 1995 NFL draft yeah. with the second of three first-round picks the Holy Panthers crap. had that year. Ninety-five draft, ninety-five draft.
2: So, so that would ninety-six. We made the uh, NFC championship, right?
1: Yeah. So so, we had so, so he, I told y'all. Stuff. I was texting y'all, and I told you I found out a lot of little nuggets uh, about the drafts while I was doing this research for some for the other question I wanted. So, uh, fun facts: uh, the nineteen ninety-five NFL draft is uh, for the Panthers is the only other time we have drafted eleven players. It's also the only other time that we have drafted traded five times so that's the that's a franchise record so book us for the NFC championship we had we had three first round picks so we had I was looking into it. so we had they had the expansion draft between us and the the jags right um and we actually so they got to go first in the expansion draft and we got to go second and then So therefore, they did some little thing where they then gave us the first pick in the actual draft and the Jaguars the second pick in the draft. And we traded that first overall pick back and picked up Kerry Collins um, with that. But also were able to pick up that 22nd overall pick and got Tyrone Poole with that second uh, first round pick. And then we uh, also selected Blake Brockermeyer in the third round as well. So we had three first-round picks that year, and eleven overall picks. But also, fun fact about that draft: we were also uh, two picks were taken away from us in that draft because of illegal tampering to recruit Dom Capers <laughs> to be our head coach. So excellent. We could have ended up with thirteen picks in that draft, um, which was an interesting one. So uh, this was another. This is one other interesting thing. This was going to be my extremely hard backup trivia question. Um, and, uh, which John, you obviously won this trivia. You got two of the three and the two that I had picked. So good job. Congratulations. But so we had three sixth round picks this year. All right. There's only one other time that we've ever had more picks in a single round in a draft. And we had four picks also in the sixth round of the 2010 draft, which was an infamously bad draft for many reasons. And I was going to ask who were how many of you of those four sixth round picks in the 2010 draft could you name? If
2: you name them right now, I could. I may or may not recognize them. But
1: there was one little clue in there: infamously bad draft.
2: Well,
1: that was, was the year before
2: they were bad
0: enough to win or only win two the games one in a 16 the, game yeah. season. Yeah, and that was Jimmy Clausen in the
2: second the next round. Year. Yeah, yeah. So we got. So we started with uh, Armani at- Edwards in the third round.
1: Yeah, uh, So the, the 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 draft was kicked off with Jimmy Clausen, Brandon LaFell, and Armonti Edwards. So that yeah. was sweet. Uh in the sixth round we drafted infamously bad was the hand. Oh we Greg, Hardy. Greg Hardy. Greg there Hardy. There you go. And then David Geddes, who had like no one knees. good year and then disappeared. Uh Jordan Pugh, who did absolutely nothing, and Tony Pike, who we drafted to be our backup quarterback to Jimmy Clausen, and he gone. So Actually, remember those all of those our, guys? Yeah, those were our four sixth round picks in two thousand ten.
2: Greg Hardy was a Pro Bowler.
1: Yeah, but obviously had some then, issues. Had Infamously it. bad didn't necessarily mean bad players; they just meant uh, <laughs> bad circumstances. So, anyway, cool. Well,
0: anyway, you if go. you pre- if you predicted that uh, all of those guys would have the careers that they had after that draft, that would be a bold prediction. <laughs> so let's make some bold predictions about what's going to happen with the guys from this draft.
2: Yes. I love bold predictions. So, Trip, I think you got to MC us here. I think we're gonna are we gonna go pick by pick and give yeah, one.
0: Mostly, good mostly because I just want to see this guy get into a fight with Sean. I'm gonna say Deontay Brown's
2: gonna start at guard this year.
1: Oh, dude, he is so fat, though.
2: He is so fat. So he will be a a good offensive lineman
1: in the NFL. Yeah, if he can if he can get onto the field in time, that's the only problem. He's a monster. That Blastoise, like <laughs> the image you sent, is so freaking funny. I lol like literally out loud when he saw that. Dude, he he is a monster. I mean, yeah, there's a he. I hope he does make the team, and I hope he is he is good because uh, he is. He's a big boy.
2: The, I'll throw out get those, those water r- cannons. R- real out quick, of r- real quick, for those of you that that don't know what we're talking about, just go on Google and Google uh, Deontay Brown Blast Toys, and it will be the funniest thing that you see on the internet. Whatever day you listen to, it's
1: hilarious. It's great. Well, aside from those guys we talked about earlier, uh, the one guy that I'm actually the most excited about, and I, I think he's going to make the team and is going to have a uh, has a chance to make a significant impact because I, I think also it's a position where there's not a ton of depth and it has an option i'm i'm liking uh davion nixon from iowa he's like he's a monster he's a really good player i think he was first team uh all american yeah he's he's a really good put like i i don't know why he dropped to the fifth round um
0: it's some character issues let's yeah let's say but
1: that. <laughs> but like sometimes i mean i don't know it's a, in the NFL these days, it seems like a lot of characteristics can be overlooked by uh, accolades and um, and you know statistics. But I, I think he has a, a really good chance of, of making the team and making a significant impact. We don't you know we don't have a lot of um, you know DT long term debt, so I think he's a, a, a obviously we have Derek Brown solidified. He's he's going to be the leader there. But I I think we have. You know, Davion Nixon's got a good chance to be a a really good player. So um, I like that. I think Davion Nixon is going to
2: actually be better than people think. And he was a sixth rounder, right? Um, He was a fifth rounder? Okay. Um, But, question we're doing bold predictions. So, is the bold prediction that he's going to make the team? And then, Trip is yours that uh, Dante Brown is going to start? I, I say he's going to
0: start the majority of the games at at one of the guard positions so let's say nine plus games
2: okay so for my bowl predictions i had bowl predictions for the draftees the rookies which may or may not be negative bold predictions for their counterparts but i'm going to give a bowl prediction for jc horn our first round pick i think he's going to have more interceptions than uh, dante this year that's
0: bold because he has like had like two in his whole two, college career. two in his whole career. Did, he's did, only had did, did two. You say, did you
2: say bold or did you say something else? Because
0: I'm,
1: <laughs>
2: I'm going big. I think I think JC one's going to have more interceptions than Dante this year.
1: I mean, I don't think that's that far off. I think he's going to be the number one corner. You know, so I, I don't think that's that big a deal. But um, and Don, it's not like Dante has like ten picks a year or anything like that. So he
2: has like three in the first in, in September every year.
1: Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, that's not terrible.
0: Um, if Dante could, like, go to the cutting room and just say, I want to show these three games as, like, everything, you would think he's the best in the league. But then you throw the other 13 games in there, and it's just kind of like, Bleh.
1: See? That's why I said he's overrated, John.
3: What you got, Robo? Oh, man, bold predictions. I I mean, how do you make a bold prediction for a cornerback that's not your relative to another player? Like... You know, Gore, uh, you know they, they break up plays. They prevent the other our team from scoring. But, I mean, what what stats do you – I mean, are, are there any, like – You could you could say he's going to hold stats?
0: Julio Jones to, like,
3: under 30 yards this year or something like yeah. that. That's pretty bold. <laughs> it's, it is pretty bold. Um, Oh, my God. My bold prediction is that we cut J.J. and Thomas Fletcher becomes our long stat. That's pretty bold. I think that's pretty bold. Pretty bold.
2: It is
1: that bold. would be
0: sad because he's the last panther that's older than us.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. That's the only reason I want him to keep getting re-signed, honestly. <laughs> I have no other attachment to him. I oh, mean, I honestly, down. that move makes sense. Like, if Fletcher can show any sort of like promise and ability at the, at the next level in training camp, then I don't see why they wouldn't cut JJ. You're not going to carry two long snappers, and I don't think you really need a long snapper on the practice squad. And... I, you know, save like three quarters of a million dollars if you, do you save right. three quarters of a million dollars, which is pretty insignificant. But like also, I mean, JJ's been on the team for however many years now, 10 years, and you have an opportunity if this guy is good to, you know, basically mean in 20 years, we only have two long snappers. Like, you know, so I don't, I, I think that's a sure call it bold. Um, I think that's actually a really good possibility if he has any sort of promise. I think he's one of those ones that. He's either going to be on the starting roster as our starting long snapper, or he's going to be cut entirely, gone, playing for another team next year. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that uh, that's a very real Harrison Butker um, rehashing that could happen.
1: I got, I got another one. I, I want to talk about. Uh, I, I think that Tommy Tremble gonna not be on the team either. Not gonna, not gonna have. Oh. He, I think he's gonna have less catches than Ian Thomas this year. I think I think hard. they're going
0: to use him in more like a fullback role. Honestly, I'm saying less catches than
1: Ian Thomas. I think that. The oh, I thought I, you, said I, you were to, saying he was going to get cut. Well, uh, yeah, either one, yeah. both of them, he would have less catches than Ian Thomas if he got cut. Uh, you look real bad but, if you cut a third round pick. That's yeah. I so so the thing is okay. So like tight was one up. of those positions of need. I want us to take Pitts. Obviously, he was gone. Tremble was. <sighs> He's an interesting one from what I've seen because, like, it's almost like he was a byproduct of the Notre Dame offense in that he he didn't catch the ball very much. He was a big blocking tight end. I get that, but also it was Notre Dame, which isn't exactly like a high flying air raid offense. So, you know, it could be a byproduct of that, but I just don't really see how he's. I hope he does, but you know, it seems very odd to me. But he's definitely one of those positions. Like you said, Trip, it's not like Ian Thomas is like a solidified starter. He's a guy that I want us to cut, and as it is, so he has the opportunity to make the team. I just uh, it's I'm going to say he's not going to be our answer at tight end, though.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. I I just think he's going to be in a more hybrid role. I don't I don't think they're going to try to expect him to be Greg Olson in the next year or two or something like that
2: okay but that's i can get i can go next um so i gave one i thought jc horn that was a good prediction here's a bad bullet prediction shy smith i think he will have more touchdowns as a returner than he will have as a wide receiver
1: so you think he's making the team
2: that's 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 a good point. I, I earlier I said I don't think he's going to make. <laughs> yeah, the team. earlier you said he wasn't I making did, the team. I did so. say <laughs> that, so I think it might be he might have one touchdown return as a punt returner in like week eighteen, and not, not even play more than ten snaps
1: as a wide receiver. Yeah, I think he's a. I think he's definitely a a cut a cut situation. I, we're not. I don't think he's. I mean, he's not. I don't know how many wide receivers we carry on a given week, but... Usually four or five. Yeah, Some, but... The, the fourth and fifth one usually play more special teams than offense. Right, but, I, I mean, we, we re-signed Zilstra and we have a couple other guys. I don't think he's going to... He's probably not any worse than those guys, but I don't think he's going to make the team.
0: So, my next bold prediction is going to have to do with a player we didn't draft... And that's a safety. We did not draft a safety this week, even though the longest tenured and most accomplished safety that we currently have is Justin Burris. And he could perhaps... Congrats on the engagement, Justin Burris. He went to NC State. But anyway, uh, he can only fill and, and play, you know, average at best, one of those spots. I'm thinking that they have a current player slotted to play more safety than he did last year. And I'm going to say, because they didn't draft a safety this weekend, Justin, I'm sorry, not Justin Burris, Jeremy Chin is going to play more than half of his snaps at the safety
1: position this year. That's not crazy either, but we didn't really draft anybody to take his place though, (laughs) where he was lining up this year. We have we have a couple of guys that that could take that
0: spot. We have Denzel Perryman and Hassan Reddick, who's kind no. Of but a I linebacker. said we didn't draft anybody to take his
1: spot. But yeah, I mean, but I, guess, but we I have, guess we signed. You're right. We signed those guys this year. Yeah, linebacker is a lot better than than safety is right now in the. Oh yeah, for chart, sure. look at for all, the, sure. all the
2: different players,
0: and I think I'm honestly
1: shocked we didn't draft a linebacker at all. That
2: was the the biggest thing that when we traded back and. Uh, what was it, Morig? Moeriger, that guy from TCU, the safety from TCU was still on the board. That was the time that I was most mad at. Yeah, I was Ritter. pretty pissed about that too. Yeah, and and the Raiders, like immediately after we didn't take him, the Raiders traded up to take him. So
1: That's what I was saying. That happened several times. The guy that I thought we needed to take, we traded back, and then the very next team took the guy I wanted.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's not another Chansey Gardner-Johnson and Will Greer type scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Robo, you got
3: one more? One more bold predict- prediction, and I don't. <laughs> I don't have. I'm not. I'm not that bold. I'm more of, of a mild Panthers will from, not be of any importance.
2: <laughs>
1: All right. Well, uh, so here's. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Do you want? Do we want to see? Say here. Let's make, Let's go around the horn on how many we have. Eleven draft picks. How many of them are going to make the fifty-two man roster this year? Week one. Week, week one,
2: one. So, so let's reset let's name them all
1: all right j number all right first of all jc horn at cornerback terrence marshall jr at wide receiver brady christensen at tackle tommy tremble at tight end chubba hubbard at running back davion nixon at dt keith taylor <laughs> at cornerback that's one that not a single one of us has mentioned this entire podcast so <laughs> uh Deontay Brown at guard, Shy Smith at wide receiver, Thomas Fletcher at long snapper, and Phil Hoskins at defensive tackle. Another not named in this podcast guy.
0: I'll go eight. Week one roster, eight guys.
2: I was I'm thinking eight as well. One, two, three, four. Okay. Honestly, I might need you to run through those names again. I got Horn, Marshall, Christensen,
1: Hubbard, Taylor, uh, Deontay Brown, Tremble, Davion Nixon, Shy Smith, Thomas Fletcher, and Phil Hoskins.
3: I'm gonna go with seven to make things interesting.
1: I see I see six guys on the roster.
2: Honestly, I'm seeing one, two, three, four,
1: five.
2: I'm, I'm saying six. six
1: to be optimistic. I see five guys I think are making the roster, and I'm gonna add an extra one. Somebody's gonna impress in training camp.
2: I'm seeing six. Also, Robo, you said seven. I said seven. You said seven. Oh crap! I wanted to say that. Uh, Trip, how many did you say? I said eight. Ah, oh, guys. Well, then I guess I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go five because I don't think it's gonna be more than six. So I'm gonna go five.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's five. Like I said, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm trying to be optimistic this year, guys. You know, I'm on the Sam Donald hype train. I'm trying to be optimistic, you know, about the team this year instead of pessimistic. I'm going with six.
2: Yeah, and so, so this th- is day one, week one, 2021. Yeah,
0: so Horn's years? gonna be on the opening day roster. Marshall's probably gonna be wide receiver three. I have to think Trembles is starting fullback. Hubbard's gonna be running back two. Are you telling me Nixon's not going to be, you know, defense in at least the third best defensive tackle or fourth best? I
1: think Nixon I think Nixon is on the team.
0: Yeah. And then I'm thinking that Fletcher is going to you know take take Jansen's spot. Um Yeah, I'm thinking Smith, Hoskins and Taylor are the ones that are tenuous at best. Um I I could be wrong about Brown obviously, um not being on the opening day. But I I just don't think that there's that many good guards that are going to beat him out on the current roster. Like, are you saying Dennis Daly and Pat Elfline, or, you know? I don't know anything about Elfline,
1: but Dennis Daly isn't very good. So.
0: I don't know. But uh, anyway, I wanted to try to wrap things up just very quickly with saying that uh, Luke Keekley is not currently employed by the panthers anymore he resigned not re-signed with the
2: panthers
0: (laughs) um recently there was some confusion about that a couple uh, days ago but uh who knows what he's going to be up to hopefully um it's not uh, going to play for the washington football team or something like that but uh thank you for uh, joining us this week um we'll be back to talk about the schedule sometime soon and hope everyone stays
2: safe and uh keep down pound in 2021
1: vaccine
3: stay safe everyone
1: team Pfizer